Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Today's feature artist is a Bronx native who goes by the name Josh DWH. He's made multiple appearances on MTV's revamp TRL. He's opened up for some big names like Little Uzi, A Boogie, and Takashi 69. What really took him off though was when he did a remix to Jadakiss's Wild Song. For those of you that know or don't know, he currently has an album out called Elephant in the Room, which you can download on Spotify. Later on in today's episode during the commercial break, I'll be featuring a song off that album. In the meantime, let's take a listen to the song that put him on the map. Why does everybody want to act tough? Why they be turning to their smartphones when you calling they bluff? Why my homies turn to a goofy when he got money? Why in the Bronx tell I still be thinking collusion or couldn't save Sonny? Why do people want to hang when they come home from a bed? Asking how you been doing, jotting down what you did. Why you hate your baby mother if you had that kid? Why is your mother still working? Why you be bored at the crib? Why you be taking life for granted? Knowing that death is promised. Why the fuck they killed Miguel when the homie gave us Ebonics? Why they disrespect the Bronx as if we not already wildin'? Tables, ladders, and chairs, it's nothing new at City Island. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to my bonus episode. It's your girl, Margaret. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, shit, whatever the hell y'all do. I definitely appreciate the love and support. So I'm just going to get right into it because I feel like this episode has been long awaited, all season long. So I am finally officially dropping the friendship episode. Seven days later. If you guys remember a couple episodes back, I did a segment on toxic family dynamics. Originally, I had intentions of dropping this episode in the same format, but I can't. (laughs) So with that said, I am going to go ahead and drop this episode with a little bit of a twist. But I do want to put it out there that if you are going through a toxic situation with anyone, be it a friend or family member or boyfriend girlfriend or however y'all identify these people these days feel free to reference that episode because i did drop a lot of gems that is helpful and universal to all situations so let me get into the organization of today's episode for today's episode i'm going to be giving you guys the eight types of friends that i don't want to fuck with now these are people that i don't want in my space in my air i don't want them at all Okay, I'm going to give you guys a full thorough breakdown of the type of people I'm talking about, give some advice in between, and then give some final thoughts in the end. Full, full disclaimer, disclosure, whatever y'all call it these days, my opinions are for me, these type of friends that I'm talking about are people I don't want to fuck with. Now, you may relate, you may disagree, you may be part of this clique, okay, that I'm talking about. Either fucking way, remember, as always, my opinion, my thoughts, and how I move is for me. I would never sit here and tell anybody what to do, not to do. It is always up to you on how you choose to act. Your life, not mine, okay? So, let's get right into my fucking countdown. So, coming in at number one for the type of friend I don't want to fuck with, clicks. Now, I'm talking about people who click up. Now, let me be very clear here. I don't have a problem with people who are in groups of friends. There's actually a difference between being in a friendship with a group of people versus being in a click. And I'm going to tell you how. So, If you are involved in a friendship with a group of people, in my opinion, that relationship with those people is going to be 
healthy, independent, and positive. Now, these people that you actually hang out with, not only are you capable of doing shit with them, you're also capable of doing shit without them. (laughs) And then also, you guys connect based off of positive energy, positive things in life, and you look to motivate one another. So the other important factor too of being in a friendship with a group of people is that not only can you link up with the group, you can link up with each one of them individually, okay? That's the difference with being friends with people in a group. Now, when you're clicking up, for me, I have an issue with people that click up because typically when they are in a click, they're clicking up based off of material things, closed-minded mentalities, just straight negative bullshit. These are the kind of people that I'm talking about that they will sit there and they'll be kikiing on the block with their little fold-up chin and makeshift hookah, thinking they all types of cute, talking about this girl, that girl, him and her, and who fuck that, and they ain't about shit, okay? They there when the sun comes up and the sun comes down. Okay, so with that said, those kind of people bother me. And they really do bother me for two reasons. The first reason is because ultimately when people are clicking up for all the wrong reasons, they're bullies. Why else are y'all getting together? Okay, y'all just want to sit there and kiki and, you know, gossip or plot against somebody and roll together and not think for yourself and think amongst the collective. And to me, that shit is not fucking cool. The second reason why I can't fuck with clicks is because you guys don't do shit with your lives. I'm being fucking clear. All of y'all in a click are a fucking bum. You guys have zero motivation, zero goals. You guys ain't about positivity. You don't motivate one another. And more than likely, if they are out here talking about somebody, they probably talking about one another behind each other's back. Those kind of people is just really not good for my energy. I feel like being able to be friends with a group of people and function in that group, you have to learn how to be your own person. You have to be an individual. Typically, these people in the clique, they're brainwashed. They can't think unless the collective thinks. They can't speak unless the collective speaks. And I just can't. You feel me? So with that said, if you're in a fucking clique, stay the fuck away from me. Okay. <laughs> Coming in at number two, and I think this is so funny because my mom used to call my father this. <laughs> so Hallmark card friends. It's so funny. Little background. My mother, when I was growing up, whatever, my mother used to be like, your father's a Hallmark card. He only call you on your birthday. She wasn't lying, though. (laughs) Okay. And I didn't really know what that shit meant until I encountered some fucking Hallmark card friends. Now, these kind of people, they only pop up on special occasions. Like, if it's National Best Friend Day, if it's your fucking birthday, if it's their birthday. Shit, even if it's like wear an ugly sweater day so it can look like we fake friends kind of day okay those kind of people bother me like for me it's like can you just be down to chill for one regular ass brunch like can we just go to barnes and noble at 3 30 in the afternoon and get a book like i don't want to link with you because it's your birthday or because it's gonna make us look lit on fucking snapchat or the gram like i want to be able to link with you when it matters when it's necessary and when it's a regular ass day Those kind of people you really need to look out for. And the reason why is because those kind of people, they don't know the value it is to have a friend. I mean, I don't want to sit there and just be friends with somebody because it makes me look cute and popping on the gram. Nah, you don't have conversation. You don't want to link with me on some regular basis type of shit. You're fucking good. Okay, have a nice day. (laughs) Okay, coming in at number three is going to be lack of reciprocation. 
Are you always doing something for your friend, but then when it's time for them to do something for you, they just can't? I can't with these people. These people are the epitome of takers. Like, whenever you are in a friendship, relationship, period, or whatever with people, you have to have a balance of give and take. I can't stand these kind of people. How many times have you sat there and you will sit there and listen for hours to your friend cry her eyes out, and then when it's time to call, the bitch don't answer the phone? Ever. No. That's not cool. At the end of the day, I feel like people have lost the value in reciprocation. A lot of people are okay with taking shit from people, but when it's time to give back, they don't want to do it. And let me be very clear here. I'm not saying because you do X that you're supposed to expect Y from certain people. I just feel like at the end of the day, it feels really good to know that you have people that are willing to do for you the way you do for them. I personally, when I do things, I don't expect people to return it in the same format, in the same value whatsoever. I know y'all probably like, what? But hear me out. For example, if I buy a Christmas present and I spend $100, I don't expect somebody to spend $100 back because I didn't did that. You spend what you feel you're comfortable with that's in your heart. And to me, I'm appreciative of that. And it comes with the same kind of energy, okay? So if I'm sitting there, if I'm doing something, I'm doing something because that's what brings me joy. I'm doing something that's at my capacity. Often, too, we get it twisted. We want to just sit there and give whatever somebody gives to us. And I feel that to a certain extent, but... I feel like life is just too short to even move that way. Like, move wholeheartedly the way you want to. I'm going to move what brings me joy, okay? So, I'm a very giving person. I can listen. I can be there. I can show up for people. Because at the end of the day, that's just my character. And that's just how I am. I'm not going to sit there and dumb myself down or level myself down because somebody's energy doesn't match mine or somebody isn't reciprocating in that same format. I feel like as long as the person is giving me their full capacity back, we're fucking good. But if you're not going to give me shit, so if I'm out here giving you 90 and you're giving me 0.2%, bitch, bye. Okay. And y'all need to recognize that too. So again, it's not about, ooh, giving to receive. It's just about being able to have the balance. And then knowing that, okay, am I giving too much? And then I'm not getting shit back. You have to ask yourself those questions. Okay. Coming in at number four, and this is my favorite, and I actually doubled it up a bit, is going to be loyalty and honesty will they stand for you when everyone else is standing against you more importantly is what you see what you get so let's address these two questions coming for the first one will they stand for you when everyone else is standing against you now hear me out i want a friend that literally is going to have my back in one or two ways okay a if somebody's talking shit about me now, if you're a non-confrontational type of person, walk the fuck away. I will respect you more if you let somebody talk me down and your ass walks away rather than you sit there and you just key key or listen. We got a fucking problem, okay? Two, if some shit is happening and something is popping off and somebody is saying something and if you are that nuck if you buck type of person, you need to have my back, whether I'm present or not, if that's how you move. I feel like if we're friends, like we need to be loyal to each other. Like I need the heads up. Like you need to tap me on my shoulder and say, girl, this is what's going on. Or girl, I got you too. Because at the end of the day, there is no point or no purpose in you being in my life if I have that energy to hold you down and be loyal to you, but you're not going to do the same for me. Or even let alone, you just have zero loyalty in your body and your bones. No, you're just not for me. 
okay? Two is what you see, what you get. And I know a lot of people wonder like, ooh, are they going to be like being honest with me? Are they going to be talking about me behind my back? I'm not worried about that because I feel like you know how your friend moves, okay? And if your friend is a gossiper and she be telling everybody business, more than likely she tell your business too. And that's a friend you just got to get rid of. The kind of honesty that I'm looking for, I'm looking for somebody to tell me if my wig ain't on right. I'm looking for somebody to tell me, like, sis, there's something in your teeth. And I'm being for real. I'm looking for somebody to tell me, like, girl, hang it up. You doing too much with him. Or, girl, you acting all types of crazy every weekend. Like, be fucking real with me. Like, I can't stand what's going on these days. Like, a lot of people are afraid to be honest with people because they're afraid of their reaction or they're afraid of just the outcome of what could happen with the friendship. Nah, fuck that. And I'm gonna be real with you. I've lost a lot of friends and I've gained a lot of friends based off of me being fucking 100. I'd rather sit here and make sure that my friends look good, smell good, act good, before I be damned that you catch me out in these streets with them looking like none of the above. I don't get how you chicks can walk around, go to the club with your homegirl and her wig look crazy. No, I think the other thing people need to recognize too is, is that your friend isn't only representing themselves. They are a representation of you. So like, for example, if I look all types of good and my friend looks all types of bad, you don't think that's going to make me look bad too? Shit, we out in these streets, I look all good, you look crazy, bitch, you got me looking crazy too. Fuck that. I'd rather sit here, fix you up, do you well, make sure we both look good so we not out here looking crazy. No. That's a negative. You girls just like to sit there and just let your friend just look look stupid. <laughs> and I don't understand why. And then the other thing is too, is like how many times are you with a friend that she's just not productive? Like she's just making all the wrong decisions. Like I'm not saying you got to babysit your friend, but I'm just saying like you are the company you keep. So therefore be real. If you can have an opportunity to better your friend and be honest and say, girl, I just, I don't like the way you move. You need to change that. She's going to appreciate that. And the reason why I think that is because think about it. Do you think for one minute, you not being real that when your friend steps outside that the next motherfucker that don't even know her ain't going to say shit or think shit about her? Come on. Like what's stopping some motherfucker walking down the street from telling your friend she looks stupid or she acts stupid. So you need to act and think that way too. Honesty is the best policy, believe it or not. And real talk, if somebody can't respect your realness, they just was never for you. So Okay guys, let's take a quick break and let's take a listen to some music by Josh DWH. I was on the rebound. And I always knew, but I thought that you would be down Turned out it wasn't true You was never mine, I was never yours We kept that light like we sipping on cores But I'll be alright, no reason to fight Now you the reason I don't sleep at night You don't wanna hurt You don't wanna cry no more I was everything you wanted, but I wasn't what you needed So you don't wanna try no more If it do not feel right Then don't spend the night my pleasure's not guilty, this is the real me If I lay you down, guarantee you gon' feel me I know you gon' feel me I know you gon' feel me I know you gon' feel me Coming in at number five, and this is another good one And I think a lot of people kind of miss this as well It's called value Are they valuable to themselves and you? Are they productive? Do they motivate you? 
let's get into these questions. For the first question, it's very clear. I have some key words here. Themselves and you. Are they valuable to themselves and you? Hear me out. It is very important for your friends to be valuable to themselves because if they don't matter to themselves, how the fuck are they going to matter to you? Seriously. At the end of the day, I feel like when you are in a friendship with somebody, they have to bring something to the table because what other purpose are they in your life for? And I mean, if there's something that they can bring to the table, whether it be fucking integrity, whether it be motivation, whether it be honesty, whether it be anything, Anything that can build you up, build a better you, take it. And you should be doing the same back. At the end of the day, when you are investing in people and they have value, they bring up your stock too. Often we think like, oh, we could have hoodlums. We could have ancient people. And those just be my people that keep keep, but that I'm living this good and well positive life. How is that valuable to you? If your friends don't look in the mirror and feel like they matter, they're not going to matter to you. Therefore, you need to really ask yourself, like, does this person have the drive and motivation like me? And more importantly, do they value themselves as highly as I value myself? Because if they don't, I don't see how y'all motherfuckers clicking at all. Okay. Two, are they productive? I can't stand somebody that wakes up, goes to bed, they on the internet, they have nothing going for themselves. Okay. I'm not saying you got to be some fancy schmancy, ooh, I own a business, ooh, I'm on flights. No, even if your ass is working at KFC, getting up, getting your coins, I respect you, okay? As long as you getting up and you doing something productive, you are doing something meaningful, okay? Because it don't matter where you work. You paying your bills. You having a roof over your head. You paying that light bill. That's meaningful. A lot of people think, ooh, my friend got to be this billionaire. My friend got to be making all these checks and coins and having a business, owning these hair companies. No, bitch. I'm okay with you working at KFC as long as you fucking getting up and you doing it right, okay? <laughs> Period. So are they productive? And then lastly, do they motivate you? And I'm not saying, oh, your friend has to be a cheerleader. No, what I'm saying is, is that do their actions motivate you is your friend doing something that motivates you that has you feeling like damn I could do that too that's the kind of motivation I'm looking for I'm looking for motivation through actions and how people move okay if you move and you have this drive that makes me be like damn I need to start getting up and moving cool if I have a friend that she hits the gym and I'm like damn look at her results she looked dumb dope let me try that shit too motivation okay period. So you have to make sure that you're surrounding yourself around people that will motivate you. And I'm not speaking just verbally because anybody can sit there and stroke your ego and say, oh girl, you're doing good. But the thing is, is like, what are they doing in their life and how they move? Does that motivate you? Actions speak a whole lot louder than fucking words. Okay. Coming in at number six <laughs> is movie stars. Are they always doing shit for show? Are they extra with no purpose? Hear me out on this. I cannot stand a motherfucker who is so damn extra. So damn always, every time y'all go out somewhere, it's always gotta be something. These people I'm bothered by because it's like, y'all wanna be sitting here, y'all wanna be fake glam squad, fake ooh movie star, ooh cause I got a Chanel bag, ooh I got my little Gucci sunglasses on, ooh I drive a Benz, I'm popping, I'm this coming out the hood with no purpose as having as friends no thank you these people bother me because they're always doing something for show 
for no reason. Whether you go into the club or is this person always getting into a fight, always got an attitude, shit, fighting at the chicken spot. Like, come the fuck on. Like, my thing is this, is like, why don't you put on a show when we out here protesting, making fucking real moves, okay? When we over here trying to make a difference in somebody's life. Do it with purpose. I mean, I'm all here for extra, but bring that shit with some value. When you sitting here, you extra, you popping your gun, popping your neck because some bitch was looking at you wrong, you not really doing nothing, for real. I want somebody, like I said, that they're going to be sitting up in here with some posters with me, stomping their feet, asking for fucking justice for shit. Acting like they want to make a difference. Acting like they want to do something meaningful. Fighting for something that's more valuable. That's what I'm looking for. Other than that, y'all motherfucking movie stars, y'all can keep that. <laughs> All day, every day. And ain't nobody going to pay for your motherfucking shows. Okay? Okay, so coming in at number seven is, and I think everybody can relate to this, jealousy. Are they never happy for you? Do they attempt to discourage you? How many times have you sat there and you shared your dream with your friend and they quiet as fuck? You got an idea and they be like, mm, sis, I don't know if that's for you. Who the fuck are you? And who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck is this for me or not for me? Okay? Those kind of people are dangerous. And the reason why I say they're dangerous is because they put unnecessary doubt in your mind. The last thing you want is, is that you call somebody that you think you can confide in and you share your thoughts, you share your vision, you share your outline for them to sit there and just shoot your shit down. That puts unnecessary doubt because at the end of the day, I feel like when you're telling somebody one thing, especially somebody that you really care for, somebody that you really feel like we're really friends and you say, yo, I have a dream. This is what I want to do. And they're just like, eh, pumping the brakes on your shit. I mean, it makes you feel like, damn, okay, if she feel like that, what is the rest of the world going to feel like that? Nah. You don't need nobody like that in your circle. Then you also got to look out for the people that fake cheer for you. And what I mean by that is, is that they'll sit there, they'll clap for you. They'll sit there, smile at you. But then secretly, they be sitting there probably burning some sage with a voodoo doll hoping that you fail. Watch them motherfucking bitches, for real. <laughs> I don't really know if they be with a voodoo doll, but I'm just saying, those people be low-key behind in their closet, mad as fuck at you for, for even trying, for you even sitting there putting the thought out there, okay? Putting your vision to work, putting the pen to the paper. You know, they're big mad and low-key big mad. Those are just, yeah, those are people you need to stay the fuck away from. Okay, and other times too, you'll have some friends where they'll try to talk you out of your dream. They'll try to say, nah, you shouldn't do that. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Those kind of people, I just, they're scared. Okay, that's the only thing I could think of is that people like that, they're very intimidated by your growth, your possible success. I mean, because at the end of the day, when you are sitting there putting the pen to the paper and you're really putting something in perspective that you want to do and you're actually setting out and trying to do it, that takes courage. And a lot of people don't have the guts for that. A lot of people are very complacent with just sitting there and accepting whatever cards they were dealt without even realizing that they have a whole deck of cards just sitting there for them to play, okay? No, shuffle your deck, bitches, and get to work. So coming in finally at number eight, and I had to combine all of this shit, okay? Inconsiderate, selfish, and self-centered people. They all go hand in hand. If I could come up with one fucking word, I'll let y'all know. But for the meantime, y'all motherfuckers get three. <laughs> so, are they constantly failing to consider your feelings? Do they constantly think about themselves? 
Or does your friend always make the conversation about them? Or they don't even bother to listen to you unless you say something that is about their ass. So if someone is constantly failing to consider your feelings, often it's because obviously they're selfish and inconsiderate. A lot of times people kind of just don't want to take accountability for something. So if you are sharing your thoughts and you're like, hey, sis, this bothers me and they just don't even give a fuck, nah. Or other times, like, for example, if you have to cancel something, consider me, bitch, okay? Let me know. Hey, something popped up. My bad. I just can't make it. The problem with people is, is that people do not like to put themselves in the other perspective, okay? You have to learn how to put yourself in someone else's shoes. When I move and I say things, and I'm going to be clear, I'm not perfect, but when I do move and I say things, I do try my best to consider other people. I do try to put myself in their perspective and feel like, okay, if I was doing X, Y, Z, would I be comfortable with it being done to me? And you have to always ask yourself that because when you do certain things, you have to consider that. Would you want it done to you? How would you feel if it was done that way to you? You know what I mean? So figuring out ways that you know that's your comfort level and then also considering obviously your friend's comfort level too because, you know, we all have different boundaries, of course, but you still have to, again, realize like, would I want to be handled this way? Probably not. So if you don't want to be handled a certain way, don't do it to other people. Feel me? Now, the other one that irks my fucking soul is you have a friend that always makes the conversation about them. How many times have you called a friend and you say one trigger word and this bitch brings the conversation to her? No, no, sis. I called you to vent to you about me, okay? I don't give a fuck if I said the word love, bite, chocolate, bitch. No, conversations about me, okay? More importantly, friends out there who do this, You have to understand that unless we give you permission to change the fucking subject, you don't change the subject. Or more importantly, unless you ask for permission, period. Because if I'm calling to say, I need to vent, this is my problem, you don't go and make my problem and flip it about your problem. No, okay? Also, what I cannot stand is when I'm sitting there, if I'm breaking down my feelings, and then all of a sudden you want to turn around and say, oh, I feel so bad for you. And then you want to talk about your feelings and how you feel because you feel bad for me. What? No, you can't do that. <laughs> okay. I don't give a fuck how you feel for me. Okay. Whether my situation is so traumatic and you feel sad for me, that's dope. Thank you for feeling. But what we're not about to do is we're not about to sit here and break down your feelings about how you feel about how I feel. No, not about you ever. <laughs> These people are just so dangerous and annoying because it's like, why does the conversation have to be about you? Do you have a problem being a listener? (laughs) For real. To me, that just comes with that self-centeredness. These kind of people, they just want the spotlight 24 fucking 7. I mean, come on, sis, your fish will die and this bitch will probably bring up about how her fish died in the third grade. What? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm sorry, not sorry, but it irks my fucking being when people do that. (laughs) Like, you can't be that stupid. And then the other thing is, too, is that you'll sometimes have a friend where they'll play like they're listening to you, but unless you probably say, ooh, yeah, girl, I saw that wig you had on last week. It was looking so good. Then all of a sudden, "Uh uh-oh, antennas are up. Now she's listening. No, bitch. Why? Why do I have to compliment you? Why do I have to bring you up in a conversation? Why do I have to you know, intertwine that bullshit of you in there for you to listen. No, not cool at all. 
dealing with people like that that want their ego stroke that won't listen to you that will make everything about them is draining okay they will leave your ass on e and they'll take your gas money at the same damn time no stay away from those kind of people so overall for me you know my best advice would be is you know when you're picking your friends or if you're in between friends or if you're trying to decide if i need to cut this bitch off (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, definitely I would consider always yourself. I feel like it's very important to put yourself, number one, on the hierarchy when it comes to finding a friend, building a friendship, keeping a friendship, letting go of friendship. Because at the end of the day, life is short. And I know they say this a trillion times, but it really is. Life is very short. And my energy is so important to me. My spirit, my, my everything, my being, every fucking atom in my body. It's so important to me that I refuse to allow anybody to drain me, okay? If you're not good for my mental health, my physical health, or my spiritual health, I don't want no parts of you. People like you are just not good. You will sit there and you will take, 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 and put me in a position that I don't want to be in or jeopardize my progress, my growth, my anything. For what? To be your friend? Nah. You know, and I'll be very honest, like growing up, you know, for me, it was always a struggle to find friends and have friends. And the reason for that is, is because I've always felt like my personality, my energy, you know, the way I deliver things probably came across too much for some people. But, you know, it's part of growth. But the one thing I can say is, is that throughout everything, I've always been authentic. I've always been me and I just been a better version of me. But you know, for the longest time ever growing up, I used to think like, oh, if I have X number of friends, I'm this popping, I'm lit, I'm this, I'm that. But then I would sit there and I would have all these friends, but then I felt like I didn't have one person to talk to, one person to rely on. Okay, so the kind of people that I told you about on this list today are the types of friends that I've been through through the years. And I've learned that having those kind of friends have zero value in your life. Yeah, numbers in this case just don't fucking matter, unfortunately. So, you know, it's just really important, especially if you're out there struggling or you feel like I'm stuck in a situation or I have no friends, to understand that it's okay. (laughs) If you have one friend or if you have no friends, I feel like numbers don't matter in this situation at all. More importantly, quality over quantity. And even if your life takes you on a journey where you end up being your only friend, that's what it is. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna have you like you. It'd be dope to have someone else to have you like you have you, but that's not always the case. But we do need to learn how to filter out those people that just don't got us, you know? And as I get older in life, I start to realize that having people that have value and meaning to my life is just way more important. And like I said, for a very long time, I used to feel like, ooh, numbers matter. Having all these people, ooh, I look lit. This is gonna make me look like this. I thought that was a shit. And then finally, I went through a phase where I felt like I was alone in this world. I felt like I didn't have any friends. And you know, it did take me into like a depression and I used to get anxious about it. But ultimately, as I got older and more comfortable with myself and loving myself, that I realized like, fuck all these people. Fuck you if you ain't my friend. Fuck you if you don't call me. Fuck you if you don't want to hang out with me. Fuck you. (laughs) And I know y'all like, damn. No, but for real, fuck you. Because my thing is this, is that why am I going to sit here, spend my time being sad, heartbroken, upset, just draining my fucking energy 
for a bunch of people that don't give a fuck about me and more importantly for a bunch of people that don't even value me the way I value me. There's no purpose in that at all. So you have to learn and realize that if people are not in your circle, if you find yourself alone, fuck them, (laughs) okay? Because, because at the end of the day, none of that shit matters. When it's time to go, it's time to go in life. None of that shit matters. Y'all motherfuckers, I can guarantee you ain't gonna be holding hands at the gates. Y'all might see each other in the waiting room, but that's about it. (laughs) Okay, I'm just fucking saying. But yeah, so, you know, I definitely hope this episode helped anybody going through anything, you know, trying to figure out friendships because, you know, we live in a society right now where numbers matter and appearances, everything, and looking like we clicked up and we got all these people we live in this lifestyle looks so dope. And, you know, it strokes our ego. It may build our confidence, but all that shit is fake and surface. Understand that it's really more dope to just have a friend or no friends, again, that value you the way you value yourself. But I thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And I thank you guys for your patience, for even waiting for this episode. And I will see you guys on the season finale, which is coming up real soon. Take care.